This is Window on the East, a podcast from BNE Intellinews. Subscribe at bne.eu. Hello and welcome to Window on the East with me, Ben Aris, the editor of BNE Intellinews. The Russian movie business has been coming on by leaps and bounds, recovering some of its former glory. Last year, a record 56 million people went to the movies. That's one in three people in the country. And the box office take has doubled over the last seven years to bring in 13.5 billion rubles, or around $200 million in 2018. I sat down with Olga Zinyakova, who runs Cairo, Russia's biggest cinema operator. In their portfolio, they include the Oktober Cinema, which sits on Novi Arbat in the center of Moscow and is the biggest in the country. Russian movies are starting to play a more important role in the business too, thanks partly to state funding that was introduced a few years ago. In 2018, eight movies, Russian language, earned more than one billion rubles at the box office. TV production is also coming on. Only last week, Netflix paid a record $1 million for the rights to a Russian TV series called Better Than People, a sci-fi set in the near future when androids become an integrated part of society. And there is, of course, Marsha Medved, Marsha and the Bear, cartoon for children that took the internet by storm and was the first Russian-language video on YouTube to pass a billion views. Olga, very nice to see you. Me too, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Ben. So, before we begin, Caro, um, you operate cinema, and we're here in the historic Octavus uh, uh, Kino Theater mm-hmm. uh, on Novi Arbat in the center of Moscow. You were saying it's a 50 year old theater that has yeah. a Soviet, uh, from Soviet times and now it's been modernized. Can you give me a little bit of background? This is really, really a big story of, of, of this great cinema. So uh, its uh, its name is October and it's really have a revolution character. I mean, this building and everything that happens with that. In 2017, we were celebrating the 50 years of October. So firstly, uh, it was the cinema with the two, two halls, the premier hall, the best. It is still biggest in Russia with 1,500 seats uh, in the premier hall and there was one more uh, hall which was rather small and currently it is 11 uh, halls multiplex with IMAX with a premier hall with a, with a VIP hall one of the really best cinemas according to attendance and box office uh, all over the Russia. The key drivers uh, for the for the cinema are the art content which is growing not only in Russia right now but it was growing in uh, in Europe which helped actually the business to cover the uh, periods when the blockbusters were not so successful. We also showed with a great success the uh, festivals. festivals are like 50% of the box office and admissions for the for this project. I can say that well 99% of all festivals, film festivals that happen in Russia, they, they happen in October. This, these are like national festivals, like British Festival, Japan Movie Festival, Irish Movie Festival, and many, many others. To what extent are you doing the festivals to make up for the whole for the competition from online and to what extent is it just a popular thing? You know, the, this is this is really more about not the competition, but more about the audience because uh, there is there is there is an audience uh, who had no movies uh, in cinemas for a long period. 
well, definitely the, block, the blockbusters, the premieres of the big movies here in October also take the huge role. But for those people who are not watching blockbusters, they fail to find a movie for themselves in cinemas during the long period. And now they are coming back to the cinemas. And this audience is very loyal. Um, they are ready to pay the higher average price for the special event because for these art house movies we usually do the commercial premieres. Would you say that there's um, a difference between the Russian audience and typical Western European audience? And I ask because Russia has extremely mm-hmm. long and prestigious pedigree in film producing going mm-hmm. back to Einstein, uh, Eisenstein and, and you know, the, those great films. Uh, you know, uh, the thing is that in uh, Western Europe the this niche of art content is about like 7% of the total box office, 5-7%. Two years ago we had just like 1% and now it's like 3-4% of the total box office, which is actually significant growth. There is a request from the audience for the, for this content, but I don't think that we can say that we are more cultural than, than Western Europe, to, to be honest. This is actually the content for people who who had no chance to go to movies before because they cannot find that. But the past of our movies is, is very rich, rich, yeah. And this is also the chance for the Eisenstein, Bondarchuk's, Rome movies uh, to be shown on a big screen with the best quality, with the best sound. And there is also rather good movies of Soviet times and new era of Russia. You, you see it in a different way when you see it on a big screen because they were never shown on a big screen before because you know in 90s there were no cinemas in Russia at all they were all like markets so how is it developed then because the 90s is sort of collapsed and then everyone like restarted their business and at the same time you had the rise of the internet and Russia famously has a lot of uh, streaming sites illegal ones so it's very easy to get content for free Um, how can you grow a business where you're charging people to see a movie that they actually mm-hmm. can sit at home and see for free if they want to. Why, why would they come to the cinema? Yeah, you know, the thing is that uh, there was a crisis which had a huge impact on our economy yeah. two years ago. And the policy which uh, cinemas uh, were following is uh, to reduce the ticket price to well, to provide people who don't have any chance for entertainment uh, still go to cinemas. That's why in uh, 2017, Russia has become number one in admissions in Europe. I believe that if there was no currency uh, issue, we will be also in like in top three in the box office. <laughs> Currently, in the box office, we are number seven, but still the market is huge. Well, internet is not that big, actually. The piracy issue is the main uh, issue in in our industry. There are some good news actually on the market uh, that the biggest uh, searching platform which is Yandex mm. has signed the memorandum of uh, blocking the sites which are showing the Parisa content. That only happened this month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a new one. Uh, which is really important. There is also a law which helps us to hold uh, a law about the mirrors. So if the site is uh, just duplicating the another site with the uh, with the film, uh, it's automatically blocked. The content cannot spread like immediately uh, everywhere, and you don't need any special request. 
or court to make this happen. Do so you think that's going to have a material impact on the cinema business? Of, of course. Uh, we actually uh, think that something like 25% of box office, these are the losses that we have because of the piracy. The legal part of online, there is a different opinions uh, on the market right now. From the one hand, this market is not that big and there is no so many users of internet right now. From the other side, the problem with piracy, of course, is not helping them to grow. We need to be very um, consistent with our position of the big six months uh, digital windows. The movie should be shown uh, in cinemas first, just in six months on TV and on internet. With majors, it is easier because they all follow that strategy, not only in Russia, but all over the world, in the United States as well. With some Russian content, there is a difficulty because they say that this digital window is too big. When we, we when we're going to show it uh, on the legal online resources, we're going to have it in a piracy. But I believe that we really need to be strong here, uh, and we don't need to be like afraid of, of of the piracy. We need to fight with piracy, but not with the cinema exhibitors, because when the movie have a small digital window like six weeks. That means that people will wait and they will probably see it online and not to go to the movies. <clears throat> but again, there are different views here, uh, here in Russia on that. There are some cinema chains which are not that aggressive, I would say, uh, and not that mm, consistent, so they are fine. Movies is a global business and blockbusters, we all consume massive amount of American yeah. movies. But Russia now has its own domestic industry that's growing, and you've got Moschino on the outskirts that's starting to produce movies, and moreover, it's being subsidized by the government. So the government has actually identified homegrown movie as an industry that it's trying to promote. Um, yet there haven't been many successes so far, commercially anyway. Burned by the Sun, I think, was one. Um, but your audience, I mean, do you show Russian content? I see at Christmas yeah. you've got T-34, which is a Russia movie about the, the famous tanks. Mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the truth is that Russian content is growing significantly. And of course there is uh, like a mix of uh, positive factors that help it. The, the truth is that, well, currently we have something like 20% of the total box office and admissions. And the quality of movies is growing. And I can say that Russians actually like the local product. Uh, it is always the question of quality, uh, which is actually the same with all the with all the industry uh, industries. And the uh, the thing with Russia is that the amount of movies which we product are not enough. So they're like we product something like one one hundred and ten movies per year, while France is producing four or five times more. There is some discussion uh, between the business and government. There are some issues which we need to work with, uh, with the Minister of Culture. But I can say that you can always see the results according to consumer. If the halls are full with people, you cannot you cannot say that Russian content is not working. For the for the big Russian blockbusters, I can say that here on the, on the Russian market, there is understanding that 
a big foreign movie won't be shown at the same date. This is also the question of the business, because everyone wants the blockbuster be the best on that date. As a business, you rely on the rise of the middle class consumer spending, and that throughout the the noughties, 2000s. Um, was when that really took off. I mean, mm-hmm. how does that reflect in the cinema business? I mean, to what extent are you sort of following the, the, the fortunes of the consumer? Because you said in 2014 there was a dip when, when the devaluation happened. The question with the middle class in Russia is actually a good question because uh, the, this is exactly the audience which we are uh, working with. We don't see... We are mostly Moscow-based cinema chain. 17 of our 28 cinemas are based in Moscow, eight more in St. Petersburg. So we are presented on the markets uh, with the, where we have the middle class. And they keep on spending money on cinemas. The more issue for us is the, the like a family audience and the the students uh, who are actually um, have like less opportunities to go to the movies than they had before because uh, they have to uh, to look at their budget because they need to have economy. Uh, and there is also the lack of young people, uh, not only in cinemas, but uh, in, in Russia. So the, the population become older, and the tendency that we see um, right now is that we have more people 25 plus than before, 25, 35 years old plus. There is a nice story about that because my previous experience was in uh, movie production uh, and uh, when like 10 years ago we were sitting with the producers and discussing how to make older people come to the cinemas, how to make uh, 30 plus come to cinemas. Now, when we have the film market and the uh, presentation of the distributors, they all talk about how to bring uh, young people to the cinemas. And the question and the answer, how to make our cinemas the most attractive for the young audience? How make them spend here more time? Our target for the next year, which is full of the blockbusters, the family blockbusters, uh, like Lion King, Frozen 2, How to Train Your Dragon, Brush and Family Content as well and a lot of comedies. Our film booking program is Care of Family. So it becomes a, a night out. I mean, that's the thing. You're not just going to watch a movie anymore. You're having an experience. You're having a like, fun family night out with Absolutely. lots of extras. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just to be as much as, uh, as we can, uh, the, the, the biggest distance from the online. So we need to provide that experience to make people to come to cinemas. Um, as a business, in terms of, you know, Financially, uh, mm-hmm. h- how is it performed in terms of growth? I mean, you're, you're running ahead of the economy. How <coughs> quickly is it growing, and is it reaching a plateau already? You know, the, this year was an extraordinary year because this, that was the first year when the whole market is showing the decrease, approximately minus uh, 15, 20 percent versus last year, and. For us as a chain, the good thing is that we, according to our numbers, are flat versus last year. There were several uh, things which uh, had a huge impact on us. The first, of course, the content. The content this year was not that 
uh, interesting for Russian audience than before. Uh, I mean, especially uh, the, the uh, foreign, the American blockbusters. That's actually the reason why the Russian content shows such big growth in percentage uh, in, a, in a gross box office. The other thing is that there was a uh, fire um, with a lot of victims with kids in one of the uh, shopping malls in region. Oh, uh, that was... Um, Zimnia Vishnia. Yeah, the area, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was like a period, like a month or two, when people were afraid to go to the movie. There was a lot of inspections. There was a lot of fire inspections all over, the, all over the Russia. Each hour cinema passed more than 10 fire inspections during this year from different structures. A lot of cinemas uh, were closed and the World Championship uh, you know, here in Russia, we didn't expect that our team will play football <laughs> as it is. And their games were like on Saturday all the time, <laughs> which is the best time for us for the revenue and admissions. So the, the second the second and third quarter of this year uh, brings all the, all the success of the first quarter and probably the fourth quarter of the year, like to zero. Uh, Can you, you give me you some idea of the dynamic, how it's grown? I mean, is it double oh, The first year of the Russian cinema business, 1997, that was the opening of uh, Kode Kinamir on the Square. That was the first uh, cinema uh, with the blockbusters with the popcorn, and then the growth of the cinema business was the, I believe that the biggest in the Russian economy. It was plus 300 percent each year, like the crazy, crazy, absolutely crazy dynamics. Uh, for the last uh, for the last five years, uh, there was also a good growth because of the new sites. Actually, because of the development in regions, all cinemas were closed. They were like reborn in the new big malls, the multiplexes, with the popcorn and coke, with a new kind of uh, movie-going entertainment. Sorry, so the development of the cinema has been intimately wrapped up with this in the noughties development of large organized complex yes. malls that yeah. have been going on across the whole of the country sure because before it was like lonely stand buildings with with uh, three four halls like in a soviet times and now of course the cinema business is the part of the mall business itself and for the last five years it was uh, plus uh, plus ten percent each year uh, in box office and admissions which, which is also very good and the big chains they keep on building new cinemas in uh, uh, in Moscow and regions. So we have opened two cinemas last year, uh, one in Moscow, one in St. Petersburg, and we have very aggressive uh, aggressive plans for the next five years. So how many are you planning to open? We plan uh, to open ten more cinemas in Moscow, St. Pete, and uh, big Russian regions. And what about the competition? I mean, you're not the only chain. There's been, you know, there, there's several. Uh, yeah. How many companies are actually on the market? There are a numerous amount of uh, cinema companies. But there are, like, uh, three leading chains. And if you take into account, like, five top Russian cinema chains, it will be just 30% of the Russian market. So 70% of the Russian market are small 
theaters, small chain in but some then this regions. Is typical of Russia in so much yeah. as uh, early stage development, there's been a fragmentation where exactly. people have grabbed the assets that were existing from before, started businesses. Exactly. But then at some point, typically, you know, we've seen this in the supermarkets, there's been a consolidation and now we have two market leaders, Magnet X5. Yeah. Your industry is going to go through this consolidation? I mean, the, the consolidation has already started. Last year, uh, two biggest chains were consolidated into one. Which ones were those? Yeah, it was Cinema Park and Formula Kino. Uh, so they are currently the, the biggest chain according to amount of uh, screens and cinemas. Uh, the second position according to amount of screens and cinemas is Kinamax. And then goes Kara. Have you got plans for acquisitions as an expansion strategy? Well, I think that's it's a question actually for our investors more than us to management. But it's it should happen actually because it will help market to grow and there is different now there are different discussions about the consolidation maybe in some part of the businesses because you know the the uh, price which these separate uh, cinemas want for their cinemas uh, are not something that really businessman can pay but market needs that what what we see that well there is a new chain, uh, Cinema Park and Formula Kino, like United Chain. Uh, Kinemax has plans of their own growth. Uh, we also have like two multiplexes of the new generation in the near future. But there are also chains which are uh, come to a bankrupt uh, after the crisis, which is uh, Luxor Cinema Chain. Uh, and. And the pressure of the on on, on uh, this kind of cinema chains and cinemas is very uh, um, very high right now, because it's not only the rent question. Uh, this is also the question of uh, maintaining the the equipment, which is in all in dollars. Uh, the repairing of seats, which you need to do every three, five years. Uh, and also there is a pressure from the distributors, which are afraid of giving movies uh, to a separate cinemas, because uh, they, they are not sure that they will get their uh, share. Mm. So sometimes they ask for the minimum guarantee for that. Olga, thank you very much for taking the time. That was really interesting. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thanks.